What exactly is the difference between being psychic and being intuitive? That's what we're going to talk about on today's episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And I'm going to explain how I use my intuition to help clients make choices, make decisions, gain a better understanding of what's happening to them in their lives, figure out what the lesson is, and move on understanding their next steps. So stay tuned. This is Ronnie Ann Ryan, intuitive coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. In this show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And now, on with the show! Hi, this is Ronnie and Ryan. And before we get into all the details of this fun show that's coming up, I want to just tell you about how the podcast is doing and say thank you to people all over the world for listening to my show. I obviously have the biggest following in the United States, but Canada is coming right up behind that. And then the next biggest area is Singapore, which amazes me. Australia, which is exciting. The United Kingdom, Mexico. How about that? Thanks to people in all of these countries, including the Czech Republic, Ireland, New Zealand, Germany, Belgium too. There are so many. It's really exciting to me to see what's happening. And so I just wanted to give you all a shout out and say thanks so much for listening. Please share with your friends and family, anybody who you think would enjoy the show. I really appreciate it. We just want to spread this kind of good information around the world, help people connect spiritually and grow so they can raise their frequency and get the most out of life. Thanks again. And now on with the show. I just want to say I don't call myself a psychic. I may have psychic moments, but I call myself an intuitive. To me, being a psychic is more about making predictions. You know, somebody will come to you and they sit down. They don't want to tell you anything because they don't want to give anything away. And then you tell them you'll be married twice. You'll move to California. You'll have three kids. You're going to have two careers, this kind of thing. That's not what I do. There's nothing wrong with that, and it's kind of fun to have a psychic reading. But in my mind, going to a psychic is much more about your future and what's going to happen to you. So hearing the future could be fun, but from my perspective, it's a much more passive way at looking at life and the spirit world and intuition. A psychic reading is about what's going to happen to you, as if it's all written out in your destiny and all done already, and you don't influence it. On the other hand, my work is about my work is about problem solving in the present moment. We all have problems that crop up, things that we have to face, challenges that present themselves, and situations that we rather change than live through or go through. And that's why people come to me. When faced with a challenge, clients come to me for help and insights. To do this, I pose a lot of questions to gain a deeper understanding of the situation or the problem at hand. So I ask questions like, what exactly is the problem? What can you do about it? Is anyone else involved? Can you fix the situation? What's the best way to handle this for your highest good? How does this challenge serve you? 
Does the issue stem from a past life? And what can you learn from this situation? That's a whole lot of questions, I understand. Now, the good news is I don't ask you these questions. I ask spirit. So no stress on you. No worries. But I find my intuition works best when I have a good understanding of what the situation is. Now, there are also times when people don't want to tell me and I can still give them information. But I feel I give a better reading and much better solutions come together when I really understand. And it comes from a deeper place of wisdom and understanding when you have more of the fact. Working with intuition and connecting with spirit in this way is a lot more active where going to a psychic is a little more passive. So in other words, the focus in the work that I do is what you are learning, what you can do to change what's happening, what kind of action steps can you take. This removes you from being a victim and puts the power in your hands to create the situation that you want or prefer. That way move from being a victim to being a victor as you learn and grow and take charge and make really good decisions based on a deeper understanding of the challenge at hand. Now, I believe the purpose of sharing my intuition is to empower other people. Through tuning into you and the energy and spirit, I get images and messages. I hear your guides and mine. I feel the energy of what you're talking about and I sense what you need to know to help you shift things. My intuition leads to seeing a situation more clearly and helps you understand what your next steps are and then gives you the power to take action because that's where the power lies. This is why I ask so many questions to gain the clarity needed to know what to do. When you go to a psychic, they might tell you what will happen, but can they tell you how to get there? So much depends on how you view yourself, the world, and your life. Is life just happening to you as you stand by watching it go? Or are you an active participant making decisions and taking steps towards your desired goals? Let me share a few client examples to show you how this works in the real world and you'll get a better understanding of what it's like to work with me and what it's like to use your intuition because this would be true of you developing and using your own intuition as well as if you came to me and asked for help with my intuition. First, I'm gonna talk about a few business examples and then I'm gonna shift to dating and that'll be at the end. So first, let me tell you about Lila. Lila is a massage therapist and she was just certified in a new kind of emotional healing therapy. She had been working at a spa for many years but really wasn't too happy there. She didn't want to work for anybody else anymore. She wanted the freedom to do her own thing and set her own hours and pick her own prices. You know that freedom had a great appeal to her at this point in her life. So Lila has spent a lot of time thinking about this situation and how could she get out from the spa and do her own thing and start her own business and that's why she came to talk to me. She came up with a few possibilities about how to leave her job and how to make changes and what to do. In telling a friend about her plans, the friend suggested that Lila call me to get some insight. When you work alone to solve a problem, you can figure out a solution for yourself, right? I mean, this is nothing new. We have to solve our own problems all the time, or maybe you'll talk to a friend or a family member or something like that. But when you bounce an idea off someone objective, someone who's been a coach for 20 years and was trained traditionally, 
And someone who can use their intuition and has been doing that successfully for 30 years, you will discover choices that you might not have considered or come upon on your own. And trust me, this is true for myself too. When you're trying to get clarity about your situation, it can often be difficult because we get emotionally tangled up in whatever's happening. And the best way to get clarity is to detangle from the emotion. And that's sometimes really hard to do on your own. But that's why people come to me because I can be objective. I can get to the heart of the matter quickly and I can spell it all out for you so that you can easily have a better understanding of what's happening. Lila's first option was to go look at retail space but she discovered that monthly rents were higher than she thought. Then she considered finding someone to share the cost and maybe even opening a center and sharing it with multiple providers. But that would make the rent higher, wouldn't it? Until she had it all figured out and got people lined up. This led her to think that if she was going to spend this kind of big money, maybe she should just add on to her house instead. And she was thinking she would need a room that was a nice size. And then she wanted a laundry room as well. Because when you're a massage therapist, you have a lot of sheets and towels and stuff to wash. So that was even pricier, right? It could be like a hundred grand to add a room to your house. Part of my strength in talking about business with clients is my background. I have an MBA in marketing and I worked for years in advertising, brand marketing, and promotion on both the client side and as a consultant for over 20 years. Now couple that with my coaching background and then what comes natural to me, which is the down-to-earth practicality of things. And you get a better understanding of how I offer super helpful business insights and advice that hits the mark time after time. So the first thing that happened while listening to Lila tell me her story was that I could feel constriction within my body and the idea of paying high rent was scary, but adding on to her home in that big ticket was totally frightening and that caused constriction in my body as I empathized with her about how she felt. And I could feel her being crushed by the weight of that financial burden, which would make that not a good option for her, of course. That's exactly what I shared with her. And she was very attached to her own ideas, of course, as you would expect anyone would be. So I suggested the best course of action would be to go ahead and get some bids on building because having the real information, the real details and estimates in her hand would give her a better sense of what she was thinking about and deciding on and if she could handle that kind of financial burden. And the same thing for rental properties. I said, go out, talk to people, look at rental property, figure out what the costs are. You'll have a lot more information and it'll help you make the decision. Gather that information up, call me again. I also suggested that she seek out sublet options where she could just rent space for a few days a week because that would be more affordable. All right, so Lila went off, did her homework, and a few weeks later, she called me to have another session. She went over what she had learned and tossed out the building option. (laughs) Right out of the equation it went, and I was very grateful because I just felt that was going to be so crushing it wouldn't be good for her at all. In this second session, what became clear is that Lila wanted to be associated with a group of therapists because she thought they'd be a great referral source for this new healing therapy that she does. 
So we talked about looking for a therapist group to connect with, talk to people, call therapists, see if anybody has a room to rent, start talking to people and see what she could find. The third call, Lila burst out telling me how an old massage therapy connection was leaving the space she had in a community of therapists. Can you believe that? This woman, what an amazing manifester. I was so thrilled for her instead of paying $1,500 a month or more, she was only gonna have to pay 500 bucks. So what a difference, that's crazy. Honestly, I was just so excited for Lila because she manifested exactly what she wanted. It was incredible. In addition, she avoided the possibility of that huge financial burden of either renting a space or setting up a center, which would be worse, or building onto her home. Working with me helped Lila slow down, check out all her options so she could make a better decision. But not only that, it gave the universe the time to serve up exactly what she was looking for. The next thing we did was talk about negotiating with this new group so that she could get her needs met as well as strategizing over how best to leave her job. And all I can say is what an amazing outcome for Lila that everything turned out and I was glad she could take steps to learn about different things, to realize they weren't right for her and then the perfect things showed up. The timing was beautiful and she's doing really well. She recently called me to tell me how well her first month went. She's very excited and feels like the future for her in this new area. Working for herself is so bright and I couldn't ask to hear anything more than that. Next, let's talk about Grace. Grace had an MBA and she was working for one of those super high-end consulting firms. And while she loved the work and the travel, it sort of became a grind. There was a lot expected of her and the hours were intense. And she just got to thinking, hmm, maybe I could branch out or start my own business. She went to coaching school and got certified and then she worked with a business coach to help her understand how to build an online business and build her practice. Things went so well that she quit her high paying job in just five months. When she and I spoke, she was already at the point where she wanted to level up and expand her practice even further. But she'd been struggling for about a month about which direction to go in. She could train coaches in her method to expand her private coaching business, or she could work to grow the group coaching side of things. Grace felt torn though about this, and she'd been back and forth and back and forth, finding pros and cons for both choices. When I spoke with her, I tuned into the energy of both of those options to see what held the most potential for her. Group coaching flat out was the clear winner. I had a lot more energy associated with it. However, Grace was a little resistant to this idea, even though it was one of her own choices. So we got to talking and I got her to open up a little bit more about what was holding her back. And it turned out she was pushing herself to get started because she really wanted to travel first. So she she had picked a timeline that wouldn't work for expanding her group coaching. So as we started to talk more about this, a different start date came out of her mouth and then she realized everything could fall in place if she just waited another month or two and that idea for whatever reason had never occurred to her and so she became thrilled with this idea, with this direction and very grateful for my insights because she couldn't get to that place with out sharing all of this information with me. The struggle was over. Now she knew what direction she was going in, what steps to take, and she could get rolling again. And I was so glad I could be that sounding board and help guide her and telling her
her, you know, which one has the most potential and helping her figure out how to make it work. And that's the thing about talking to somebody with extensive business experience, somebody who's been an entrepreneur, who's been a consultant, someone who's been a coach, who's been intuitive for a long time. There's a lot of advantages to working with me. My next client story is about Tammy. Tammy came to me with a problem about her pricing. She's a writer and was in a bit of a tight situation because she had quoted a flat fee for a very large project. And then after most of the work was completed, the client made changes and sort of changed direction, which created a lot more work. She wasn't feeling really good about the option of charging more, but she sure didn't want this to happen again and wanted to figure out how she could prevent this from occurring a second time. So I tuned into her client and the energy of the situation and I reassured her that she could actually ask for additional money on that current project and she would likely get it. I felt her client would be open to the request and as it turned out she did bring it up with her client and he paid the extra compensation for making all of those crazy changes. Then we talked about her estimates and including some new language to be ensure that she was covered for this sort of event in case it cropped up again in the future with any of her clients. Tammy was very happy too. The next client I want to tell you about is Susan. Susan had a very intense business crisis with her largest client. They blindsided her with some very big changes to how they'd be working together. And it took her a few days to realize how long this whole thing had probably been in the works. And that added to the pressure that she felt. So she was a little panic stricken by the time she called me and quickly relayed all of those murky details at a frantic pace, but was so uncomfortable clear about what to do and how to get out of this situation. I listened calmly. I asked a lot of questions as I always do. And then I did what Susan says is one of the things Ronnie does best. I got to the heart of the problem super quickly telling her what the core issue was and what needed to be addressed first. Once we got that out of the way, we mapped out a strategy and a step-by-step plan. And we did that together with me coming up with suggestions and Susan tweaking things and we figured the whole thing out. So I helped Susan to get out in front of this situation. You know, she had been blindsided and she didn't want to be playing catch up or having to reinvent the wheel or any of these things. She just wanted to deal with this situation head on. The way we looked at the situation allowed her to be proactive from here forward and to make choices not from a place of fear because she had a lot of fear about how the money was going to work out and what the respect level was going to be like was very complicated. But what we talked about allowed her to make choices and decisions from a place of confidence and strength. Confidence in herself, strength from knowing who she is, what she represents, what she has to offer. And in the long run, this benefited not only her, but also her client. These insights combined with the plan help Susan to feel calmer and more in control of the situation because she had a deeper understanding standing and then she knew what to do. That's very different than a psychic reading because it wasn't like I said, this and this is going to happen. So hold on to your seat. (laughs) Thankfully, the issue got resolved without Susan losing face. And she pointed out that the clarity I helped her find made all the difference in how she handled things and how much she appreciated my wisdom. And honestly, that was really nice to hear. 
This kind of session also works for your personal life. So I'll tell you about my client, Simone. Simone was 32 and really wanted to get married. Now, I spent 20 years as a dating coach, so I can combine everything I know about dating (laughs) and with that amazing sense of clarity because I really can get to the heart of the matter just as fast with dating as business. And I really helped Simone understand a number of situations that cropped up, helped her understand what was going on with the men that she was dating and what could work in these situations to make herself feel she was doing the right thing. More than anything, when I worked with my dating coaching clients, I wanted them to know what was what. How do I identify nonsense? How do I identify somebody who was just wasting your time, how to identify somebody who had real potential and not someone who looked good on paper but wasn't going to make the cut because they couldn't deliver on the fundamentals of what would work for whoever my client was in a true and meaningful relationship. One of the things that happened with Simone is that she had a twin sister who's on the autistic spectrum. Unfortunately, her sister wasn't all that functional, but what happened was this became a huge weight hanging around her neck because as a twin, she felt that people would look down upon her about her sister and fear that it would affect her own life. So this was a big thing and she would talk to guys and right from the get-go, she would just want to lay it all out on the table and say, hey, I've got a sister who's on the spectrum and I just want you to know that right now in case that's going to make a difference. You might as well hear it right from the beginning so you can decide if you're going to leave or not. Now, of course, I understand her fear of wanting to just put it on the table and deal with it immediately. Unfortunately, this tends to fall in the too much information department, you know, TMI. And as she would dump all that stuff right at the beginning, it was off-putting. It actually pushed men away and manifested the exact reaction that she feared most. A better approach would have been to just be who she was, see how she connected with the men, worry about her sister later. If they got to know her because they liked her and they were interested in her, and then she told them about her sister, it would land very differently because they would already know and like her. And so it would land a lot softer. And this is not being dishonest. This is about focusing on yourself and not your family issues. And this is true for any issue you may have, whether it's about your family, or your own life or your health or your job or your credit or the debt or your bills you have to pay or whatever it is. You don't want to air your dirty laundry at the start. You want to let somebody get to know you. It's not a lie. You're not holding back. You're just giving someone a chance to get to know the real you. Everybody has some problems. That's human. But you don't want to shine a big spotlight on your problems before people get to know you. Thankfully, Simone started listening to me and she stopped spilling out her troubles and talking about her sister right at the start. And what she learned, which was such a relief to her, was that the men she dated didn't care about her sister and they weren't worried about it. And she slowly relaxed about the whole thing, which was a tremendous transformation and really helped her get over a huge hurdle. So that was good. The other thing is that Simone had several relationships while I was working 
living with her on and off. And I noticed a pattern in these relationships. So she'd date somebody for two, three, four months, and then they would break up or she would break up. So intuitively, what I realized was in the stories that she told, there was a lot of pushing herself to compromise and accepting some substandard treatment. One time I convinced her, I said, let me just look at this intuitively because I was doing regular dating coaching with her, but I just knew there was something deeper going on with this pattern. First thing I can tell you was it's definitely past life related, but it's also present life related because what happened in her family was it was just the two of them, just the twins. There were no other children. And so because her sister needed so much attention from her parents, Simone had to learn to make do. She had to learn to work around situations to get the best of what she wanted or needed or was available to her because she didn't get all the attention that she needed. And so she learned to work with whatever she had to make the most of it, which is amazing when you think about it. Her resilience, optimism, and ability to keep moving forward was really impressive. But she was still carrying this pattern into her relationships and she was giving men the benefit of the doubt for way too long. The benefit of the doubt is something that you give once. That's it. After that, there is doubt because you've already seen it happening. (laughs) You can't give them the benefit of the doubt anymore and hope for the best. You have to recognize something's not right in this situation and I'm not going to do workaround when I'm just getting to know somebody. You know, when you're in a relationship for a long time and you're committed to somebody, that's a lot different in terms of you working hard to make things work. But you're just in the start of a relationship in the first few months. If you have to start doing workarounds and making do and sometimes people ask to go to therapy and whatever, no, relationships should not be that hard at the beginning. Sometimes they get harder later. But if you're in a relationship that's really difficult to maneuver right at the start, that's a sign from the universe that that's not the right relationship for you. And no amount of attraction is ever going to make that work. By being willing to let me tune into the energy and tune into her and the situation with these men, I got to see from her family perspective what was really at play here. And this also made a tremendous difference for Simone as she stopped trying to make things work and she stopped accepting poor treatment or somebody who canceled or blew her off or never wanted to do things that she wanted to do or any of the myriad of things she encountered as she was dating and having relationships. So that worked out really well for her. Here's one more example from dating. I worked with this guy, Dan, and he was from out west. He was in his 40s and he was having a hard time finding a woman to date. He wanted a relationship, he wanted to get serious, and he was kind of having a hard time. We had a couple sessions and I was a little confused about what was really going on because he was attractive. I saw his picture and I talked to him a couple of times and he was very personable and easy to talk to and had a sense of humor. So what could be going on? So in the third session I said, Dan, please explain exactly what's happening. So he said sometimes he would be texting back and forth and then he'd say to a woman, hey, are you free on Thursday night? When are you free? Let me know so we can get together. And then the woman would never respond, which is odd. And then sometimes they would get even to talk on the phone and he would say, hey, do you want to go out? Tell me what's a good night to go out. And She'd say, all right, well, let me get back to you. And then she never did. So either way, through text or phone, 
they weren't responding. So this is where intuition comes in because I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's talk about your job, Dan. You're in sales, right? Yes. He said, yes. Okay. And what's your close rate? Which means, you know, out of all the people you talk to, how many people actually sign and buy from you? And he said, 95%. I said, get out. Nobody has a 95% close rate. That's way too high. You know, 50, 75, 95 is ridiculous. So I said, how did you get, how did you get to 95? And he goes, I I don't know. He goes, that's just what happens. You know, that's what happens with me and my close rate. I'm like, okay, well, when you're closing a deal, do you just leave it all up to the person you're selling to and wait for them to get back to you? And he was like, no. I'm like, well, why are you doing that in dating? He was like, well, what do you mean? I said, why are you waiting for this women to get, uh, why are you waiting for these women to get back to you? You can either reach out again or move on. But you're waiting around for these one or two women who you liked, who you talked to, or you texted a while, and then you wait around until they respond, and they don't respond, and then you start again. I'm like, that's not how it works. That's not a 95% close rate. You have to keep talking to people, and you have to follow up. If you, if a woman says she's going to get back to you and she doesn't, follow up. And then if she doesn't get back to you a second time, bye-bye. She's not interested. What are you waiting around for? And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And that's exactly what was going on. I knew intuitively somehow his dating mojo got unhooked. (laughs) His masculine drive and his natural sales ability were being pushed to the side as he was waiting around for women to get back to him, which really was funny. Anyway, within two weeks, he had a girlfriend. (laughs) And they're still together. And that was years ago. So that's another place where my intuition really kicked in because I could get in there and figure out what is the core issue so that it can be addressed. Ultimately, no matter what the challenges that you're facing, a little intuitive support can make a big difference. So whether it's business challenges, relationship challenges, or dating, situations with friends or family, or even your own spiritual growth. These are all things that I can help you address and come out a victor instead of a victim because it's not about what's happening to you. It's about taking a step back, getting really clear on what's going on, figuring out what you can do about it, what the lesson is, what you're learning, getting your head on straight about how you're going to handle it, and then taking those steps to move forward. And that applies to any area of life. And I'm happy to help with whatever is on your mind. I'm happy to help you figure it out, get clear, make a plan so you can take action. And this is what helps people feel calmer and trust themselves more, feel like they have a say in what's happening to them, and really feel more empowered to be able to be in control and to address things and to shift the trajectory of their lives. When you're clear on what's happening and why and what the lesson is, it can make a big difference for you in how you feel about yourself and what's happening. And even if all those parts aren't clear, just knowing what your next step is can sometimes make all the difference in the world and really help you just take a deep breath, 
Calm down, get back into your body, feel grounded again, and know what you're gonna do next. So that is how I work with people as an intuitive. And if there's something I can do for you, please reach out, Ronnie at intuitiveedge.biz. I'm here to help. If this resonates with you, please reach out. Until next time. I've got a gift for you that could change your life if you have a big decision hanging over your head. Are you struggling with your choices and sick of it? I've been in your shoes feeling miserable not knowing the right way to go. That's why I asked the universe for a sign. What a relief! I got an answer in a couple of hours. Discover the super simple method in a 30-minute program I created so you can learn how to use this no-fail process that works every time. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash sign to get free access and make that decision quickly and easily. It's my gift to you. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic. Love and magic.